When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Brandon Cox, the epicenter of science and technology conversation with a little dabbling in pop culture and the like. QCP separates opinion from fact and overall just has a great time, whether there are guests on the show or not. Here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Cox, and I have a guest here. Hello, Nathan. Hey, that's my name. Yes. Uh, it's so glad to have you back on the podcast. Shit, we're on episode seven now, um, and we've pretty much had you... Bang, 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 <laughs> right after another three episodes now, I think. Yeah. Shit. I don't know why you the only time you let back. me out of the, the, the basement. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, I'm happy for the sunlight. It's great you to know, have it's, you it's here. Great. It's great. I'm sure you are. I'm sure it's lonely down there in the deep, dark abyss um, that is my basement. The, the remains of your other... Um, Previous guests? Yeah. They okay. keep me company. They talk. They talk? Yeah. You should have them on sometime. No. I mean, the smell. I can't get past the smell. That those things put off, but that's really close-minded of you. Uh, but we have we have our <laughs> as we do with every beginning of an episode, we have our alcohol review. Yeah, uh, you mentioned it was going to be a whiskey this time. Yes, we have a whiskey. Um, this particular whiskey is Lagavulin, uh, made somewhat popular by the uh, Parks and Recreation Show. Oh, no. Yeah. We're going to sip on cringe today. So uh, the character Ron Swanson, uh, he really enjoys whiskey. He's sort of like a man's man, right? The, right. Uh, he is the embodiment of masculinity in its purest form. Mm -hmm. And he woodworks, makes love, and drinks Lagavulin. Um, <laughs> and it's sort of the, the character is sort of, you know, feeds kind of off of the uh, the man who plays him. Uh, Nick Offerman. Mm -hmm. So he is just uh, just a beast of a man, and uh, yeah, talks about Lagavulin uh, somewhat regularly. And this is we have a bottle of that. Lagavulin is a Scotch whiskey. It's a Islay single malt uh, Scotch whiskey, aged sixteen years in a oak casket hmm. or oak barrel. Um, and I will pre warn you that this whiskey is one hundred and twelve dollars. So here we go. Ready? Yep. Oh, oh, come on. Jesus Lord. You couldn't have done that any better. I couldn't have. It's the bottle. All right. Nice. Nice. Let's go and get some in there. Very much a sipper. Okay. Very smoky, as one can imagine, from 16 years in an oak barrel. I don't know what that would do to me. I would not recommend it. <laughs> if you don't finish it, that is completely fine. We are tasting. So, give it a sniff. Smoke. It smells a lot like, uh, so my grandma, my great-grandmother, Patricia, oh. Patricia Weimer. Don't taste it yet. Too late. My great-grandmother, Patricia, um, had a sherry bottle in real lead crystal. 
Okay, mm-hmm. you couldn't yeah. drink it because the damn thing would kill you because of the mm-hmm. lead in the crystal. Uh, <laughs> but it smells a lot like how that sherry did. Um, and I think it's pretty damn neat. It's super smoky. Here I gave it a shot. I, a taste. Yeah, I, when you said s- smell it, I, I was like already on board. I'm going to take another sip. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. It's incredible stuff. Go ahead and uh, give us, describe what you're actually going through right now. So... Full disclosure, um, the only whiskey I'm intimately familiar with is um, uh, the Centauri whiskey. Um, and uh, it, honestly, it's not bad, but it's a bit too sweet for my tastes. Um, I, how to put this? I think Kahlua is also too sweet, but it's much sweeter than Centauri whiskey. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, uh, Kahlua is uh, a coffee liqueur. But the the thing is... This, uh, it's really spicy. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hot, mm-hmm. and I'm already a fan. Um, it's delicious, isn't it? I don't have to... Yeah, because, that, again, that's one of the reasons I like gin so much is because... Um, Diversity of flavor. No, um, it's just clean to drink. It's easy to drink. Mm. You can sip it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll punish you for just guzzling it like a teenager. Yeah. But uh, this is... So it's mm. it's a little bit more of a... I'm much more tempted to enjoy this, as in, like, sip it yeah. over a long period of time. Then I'll probably jam. have this for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Just that flavor. It's really good. Just mulling it over. At a hundred and what bucks? 112. That isn't, uh, that's Bethlehem. not outrageous for how that tastes. Uh, it's a very high, it's a high-end whiskey. It's a very high-end scotch. And that's, it's not, it's you know, and, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm really fine with... Um, it not being sweet. So I, like I can't find a particular date on this bottle, but uh, I would wager that it's twenty fourteen might, might be over 16 years. So I'm drinking something that's close to my age, damn near, which is pretty wild to think about. Damn. Yeah. Um, so I'm more than happy paying that price. Of course, you know, I bring this out on special occasions and, you know, we talk about it and I'm all for that. I'm going to bash my head into the goddamn mic stand for the pop filter. But yeah, I think uh, I think that was great. So that concludes our alcohol review. That was Lagavulin. Go and pick yourself up a glass for $112 about at a BevMo or any local liquor store that would happen to carry such a delicious liquor. It's pretty good. And on to segment one. All right. So here we are with segment one. Uh, I'll tell you what, ma'am. Shit has just been pissing me off, right? It's just everyone's... This current this current generation like people younger than you and i mm-hmm. right yeah yeah i'm a millennial you are as well we're, we're the last millennials but the last because yeah. i'm from 95 you're from 99 nine yeah so you're four years you know um i'm gonna in i'm gonna tell you something um no no no, no yeah no never mind never mind i would have been wrong keep going keep going that's my bad so you know uh i can't help but see just this rampant just hyper fixation on trying to make everything sound so goddamn special. Right. Well, you have to when you have no other identity. You know, instead of asking, right. Instead of asking somebody like, hey, what do you like to do on your spare time? You know? Yeah. What makes you happy? They have to specialize that into saying, you know, how do you get your serotonin? How do you get your serotonin? 
right? It's a very, um, it's, it, it's a very materialistic way of looking at the world, which is honestly and cringe. Emotion. It's cringe. And emotion. No, see, it sounds like it's emotion, right? Which, again, don't don't take this from me saying it's not involved. There's, It's not part of the process. But the problem you're describing, uh, it, it's it's based off of a lack of sentimentality. Truly, it is. It, it, it's how many of these kiddos that we're about to complain about go to church? Probably none. How many of them? And, and again, I have my cultural biases, and I'm well, okay I mean, with that. But I mean, like, let me ask you: church attendance kind of is a generational thing. It's not. I mean, it dies off pretty soon, especially in modern did days. You, did you know that um, there are statistics right now showing? That Gen Z is beginning to go back to church more than the boomers. So they've already surpassed their parents, the extras, right? Really? Yeah. That's and, and here's the thing. They're only now starting to drive like a, like three, four years ago. That's, in, that's craziness. So my brother is in college now, and he's a Gen Zer. And um, he only started driving three years ago. He, he, he started late for driving. Um but uh, once they started getting the ability to move past a bicycle radius, they started making their own choices about, hey, maybe I should go earn some money. Hey, maybe I should, um, you know, maybe, maybe I want to go to the park. Maybe I want to go to church. Now, it's not like super conclusive data, um, and I didn't bring it with me today. We can talk about this again some other time um, more in depth. Yeah, because uh, definitely... this wasn't the original thing you wanted to talk yeah, about. We can, we can bring that back. Uh, yeah, but but so far there's some evidence to suggest that, well, at the very least, there was some other data that was far more conclusive than the religious study I was talking about. Right. Gen Zers are less likely to smoke anything, like tobacco or weed. Less likely to drink anything besides fucking water. And have um, anonymous sex with strangers. Than any generation before the silent generation. Hmm. So before the boomers. And and boomers are plenty nasty. That's that's I'm seeing all across social media the exact opposite. Yeah. It's not what's promoted. I, it's because we've already talked about this before how social media is a poison mm-hmm. and yeah. how it just poisons young minds. And it's not just like not a poison. Not to sound like a boomer. Well, it's not just poison naturally because that's what a boomer would say. Right. But it's actually a poison purposely, right? Because the yeah. only things that are promoted, like we were talking about, an, uh, I think an episode ago actually, was the advertised content, the yeah. stuff that's promoted, all of the LGBT stuff, all of the angry, you know, weird shit all of the OnlyFans ads on on YouTube for kids. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff is pushed and peddled. Yeah. So if you even, because I know I said this before, but like you're not allowed to opt out. And I'm telling you, man, like I don't just mean that in the physical sense. Like you can't leave, but you also can't unplug either, right? Go ahead and try to say the things that you really feel on Facebook. Right. And, 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 and we're not talking about the quote unquote social consequences of saying something that's perceived to be mean and unjust or some bigoted thing or whatever the cot craze is. That's one thing. That's one thing. You can deal with that. That's, that's just an argument. Right. Maybe you get banned from a personal blogging group, whatever the hell. But if you really speak your mind and you're not careful, the company might throw you off their platform. Oh yeah, you 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 broke our community standards and and, and guidelines. 
what what is that what does that have that's different right mm-hmm. so you either have to comply and just look at all of the mental sickness out there that's peddled as fun interesting and and, and so quirky or if you say something negative to that, you're getting in the way of the product, the greater product, not just the social media platform, not just expanding its influence. There's more to it than that. There's there's a product being sold. There, I just looked up before we had this episode because uh, I wanted to dive deeper into this apparent, what seems like everyone's ranting and raving about this huge, you know, you know, everyone, all these kids, they have mental health issues, mm-hmm. everyone. Um, and it was really intriguing to see the statistics behind it. Like they're acting like it's a epidemic of diagnosed cases. That means you went to see a doctor and this is what they said the diagnosis was. It wasn't your self diagnosis, which happens all the time. And which is why 95% of the goddamn children on social media who say they're depressed and joke about that shit, which there are joking. They think it's a fad and they're just putting it on because they want to be like everyone else. Cause that's what they see. Uh, the statistics here kind of show that out. And this is from the CDC. Of course, the CDC has a very <laughs> interesting rap as of late. It, yeah. But 7.4% of adolescents age 3 to 17 have behavior, behavioral problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Diagnosed. 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 Right. 7.1% of children age 3 to 17 have anxiety how many was that 7.1 okay okay now what is toted around the most is depression right i'm so depressed right right i'm so depressed i have depression i have to go to therapy right they love that shit they eat it up because it makes you different and unique it makes you a victim now um 3.2 percent of children ages 3 to 17 are actually diagnosed with depression according Mm -hmm. to the cdc 3.2%. Clinically speaking. Yes. Okay. 3.2. Because if you watch anything on the internet right now, the number's higher than that. Uh, Yeah, because... uh, It's self-diagnosed. Is it it a coincidence that the 3.2% of these 3 to 17-year-olds are all on TikTok and Instagram? Is that a Mm -hmm. coincidence? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's more like, you know, 3% of those people who are on Instagram and TikTok actually are those people. Yeah. And the rest are just trying to go for clout and trying to say, well, look at me playing the victim because they want those attention. Like, you're so strong, blah, 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 blah. Don't get me wrong. It's all about cultural affirmation. It's it's a part of the power process. Don't get me wrong, though. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to come across as, you know, fucking harsh. I'm fine with that. The the children who are clinically diagnosed with those issues Mm -hmm. should get all the help that that they want. Yeah. It's the fuckers who are toting mental illness around like it's some sort of fucking fashion statement Mm -hmm. it diminishes the meaning behind those things right it diminishes what depression is that's why everyone rolls their eyes when they hear somebody's depressed and people say how dare you we don't roll our eyes yes the fuck you do yeah we all do. yes you fucking do even even depressed people since 2015 everyone rolls the fuck their fucking eyes when somebody on social media says i'm depressed because they have diminished what it means it's the boy who cries wolf, the girl who cries wolf. Everyone's right? depressed. Who cares? Everyone's You're not depressed. special no more. So now, yeah, so go find a new thing. Be schizophrenic. Now you need to find a new sexuality that doesn't exist yet until you find you it. You have to find it. Discover right. it. Be a fucking pioneer. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just the the hyper fixation on. I get it, right? Children, children has children have a, a. I mean, humans have a fucking innate need to belong. It goes back to tribalism mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. part of a small tight group. So they have to find something. I wasn't part of that group. Apparently, I didn't need to find any sort of group to identify with. Mm-hmm. If you want to classify classify the nerds as one. Yeah, but that's then, sure. But see, that's a subculture, right? We're, we're, what's happening? It's a is, different thing. It's completely hap- different. It's totally different. That's it's, the only it's thing I can. It's subservient to the monoculture at large. That's right? the only thing I can compare it to, though, because there's nothing else like this whole fascination with being depressed and having anxiety. No, that's and not doing true. All this that's stuff. not true. You know how many times I could? I can't even count on one hand the amount of times that some girl with anxiety, quote unquote. Because naturally, I'm skeptical of this horseshit because mm-hmm. I have family members who are clinically diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of have this little passion about it, why it aggravates me so much, right? So, you know, sitting here thinking about that girl, you know, that, that you know, would have an anxiety attack and would have to get whisked away from the classroom. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's how we get out of class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So you, you just start breathing, again, breathing it, loud, there, and just like there's affirmation. Yeah. There, there, there's ways to skate out of school. There's ways to skate out of jobs. There's a way to skate out of all sorts of shit because of it. Because you can't say something. I, you can't say no to the victim. And I hate that. Right. I hate that. I have become skeptical like that. It's, I, I it's don't. this modern generation I, that is. I'm fine with that. No, to be honest, right. I know it's that. Good. I'm it's, sure you're fine. I'm sure you're fine with it. It's, it's because but, I'm a bad person. But it's 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 a shame because that's not how it should have gone. I don't think it should have gone the route where people are becoming skeptical of somebody. For example, like, you know, who are we? I can't, don't have, I don't have the statistics of, because I'm not on social media, I really don't give a shit about, you know, looking at children's fucking Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how many of those, you know, I'm depressed, sad face, sad face, sad face, were actually a call for help and not for attention? I'll tell you what was interesting about my actual... um brush with depression right and i'm i'm not going to tell you you know when and where but like you have an inkling of what i'm about to bring up i'm going to be very vague about it that was the closest to clinical depression i've ever been to i don't want to go any further than that it's a dark place because you know there you i physically couldn't leave the space i was in (laughs) um i think prison might have been a bit sunnier than where I was, uh, physically speaking. Right. You, you know what I mean? Um, the the people you, you were working around, because you were very close to that that, that physical place as well. Um, you know what I'm talking about. It, it just, mm, there was a lot of bad shit there. And it just kind of was an oppressive atmosphere where it was just no fun. There was no joy. and um, I couldn't tell from the look on your face. Yeah. <laughs> It just but, rained of pure joy. Yeah, like uh, instead of being able to study at the end of a work day, the only thing I could do for like over half of my tenure at that place was just put some earbuds in and fall asleep. Like yeah. I would fall asleep with like wireless headphones and like they would be dead the next morning. Mm. And, you know, and it's just that that was the only thing that really kind of made it kind of okay uh, but it wasn't fun right no. heading overseas to where i was looking back on it i'm i'm a little better off now but like 
and it was better there, don't get me wrong, just period. But it, there were still some issues, and it just kind of, it was like the that that bout with depression, it lessened, but it was still kind of present. It's like a rainstorm, right? You, you, you got got dunked on by the by the rain cloud for like maybe two minutes then you got under a shelter right and then it like kind of left mm-hmm. but it, the air still has the smell of rain so rain's pleasant imagine if that smell wasn't pleasant so imagine if water just stung that's kind of what it felt like um now that i'm back stateside again it's, it's considerably so much better um and now don't get me wrong the covid situation is kind of one of the reasons why it's not totally gone. Oh my god! But but to be honest, quite frankly, I don't want side to ever there, get there again. It's amazing how now all of this stuff is coming out that masks don't work after vaccination, or they sh- you what? shouldn't have to oh, wear masks after about? vaccination. No, you got double mask. You, uh, I'm wearing a mask on my eyeballs. Now right we're acknowledging now. that it's probably a you know uh, engineered virus. That no, was no, no, that's from, a Trump you know, conspiracy. I don't know lab. why you're repeating this. But nonsense. I digress because that's not one of the topics <laughs> that we set out to do. But see, I don't know. Well, I do know, but I'll, I'll leave it to you to mm. answer this one. I don't know, <laughs> wink, wink, why all these teenagers think this depression is fun. It's not the real stuff that I didn't have to go through yet. Hopefully never doesn't sound like fun because what I did brush into man, like Jesus Christ, if they were really depressed, they would not be so angry. They would not be so bitter. Maybe they'd be bitter, but they wouldn't be this energetic. Right. No way. Um, There would be no time or energy to go paint stupid rainbows on the street, put your hand in the air, scream something about, you know, some Marxist ideal of the future. Because knowing this generation, they'll say, it's a new type of depression. Yeah, it is a new type of depression. It's called fake. Yeah. It's called you're lying. It's called you want to be special. Yeah. Yeah, for real. fuck off. (laughs) Now, uh, just because we mentioned a topic or a statistic uh, in this segment, I wanted to talk about one of my biggest pet peeves. When people use statistics, right? Um, per- particularly like I don't, any statistic where they say, you know, you know, you know, ten percent of incidents go unreported, fifty percent of the time. How the fuck do you get that statistic? Well, they didn't report it, of course. So we reported it's non-reported, right? Yeah, yeah. How the fuck does that work, guys? We, we make these we, statistics. We have statistics of Ten, informal incidents. 90% of all incidents go unreported. How, how the fuck does that work? I'll tell you how that works. It just makes your, your you know, opinion so, better. So let's say, let's say this. I have 100 eggs. Okay? Mm-hmm. I have 100 eggs. Um, however, I only have 10. Right? But I'm saying that the chickens laid those other 90. Sure. And I said 90% of eggs go unlaid. Yeah. It's hard yeah. for me to rationalize and make a metaphor for this stupid shit because I'll tell you, why. you it's can't you're, you're quantify a, something. because you're not a political agitator. Unrep- you, don't, exactly. you don't have an agenda yet. Don't worry. You'll get one someday. You can't, you can't quantify something that goes unreported. That is not how any of that works. 90% of cases go unreported. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some statistic, but you can't fucking quantify it. Well, how'd you get that statistic? Oh, they reported. Oh, so it's reported. No, no, no. It's an informal report. Right. 
But I digress. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. That was actually a lovely little segment. That was prob- <laughs> that's right on the nose. About twenty three minutes. So that's pretty good. Nice. Bang bang bang. About an hour looking like podcast. Uh, but come back for uh, stay stick around. Jesus, I'm the host. Man, this is a segue. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Stick around. It's a bumpy segue you've without wheels. You've had five wheels. sips of that. It's thing. a hoverboard uh, five, without wheels. You've had five sips. I am not even drunk. I'm just. I can't speak English. Uh, and I chose to do a podcast. How how amazing! Uh, but stick around for after this break. And <laughs> Very amazing. We're going so well. Powerful. Uh, stick around for after the break, folks, and join us back for some more Quantum Super Podcast with Nathan. You're listening to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now back to the show with your host, Brandon Cox. Welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Um, We're going to the segment. Fun facts. Do you like Mm. fun facts? Only if they're fun. Okay. Uh, This might be fun, might not be. I think it's fun. And it's my fucking podcast. (laughs) I'm having fun. So the fun, pa- the fun fact for this podcast is simple. Okay. Hmm. It takes a photon approximately 10,000 years to get from the center of the sun to the outside of the sun and then onward throughout the universe. So what is, does that mean? And, and just stick with me here, right? For um, I'm not trying to dunk on anybody. Just roll with this. This is just a legitimate question. If you happen to be an old earth creationist, wouldn't that have to mean the sun's been around longer than the earth in such a for so long that that shit has gone from the core to the top? That's like because we have sunlight now, right? Yeah, I mean, or am I am I misunderstanding? Necessarily. Okay, okay, I'm misunderstanding something, but um. I mean, so like coincidentally, uh, the Earth and the Sun are about both four billion years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but the principle of why that is a thing, statistically on average, it's about ten thousand years, is because there is so much mass inside of inside of the Sun that the photons are just absorbed by the adjacent particles, and okay. they're then re-emitted by the same particle in a random direction. It could be towards the outside of the sun or it could it's be like a giant right back filter. into the center. So it's just a giant filter. It's, exactly. Okay. And so it plays this, you know, sponge. ping pong sponge. game of hot hot photon back and forth, back and forth. And on average, it takes about 10,000 years before it actually mm. escapes. Do, do the photons ever, are they ever, um, quote unquote, created um, nearer to the outside? Of yeah, the all the time. Oh, okay. All okay. the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, so most of the fusion so, goes on in the core okay right so you have um hydrogen how how thick is the uh the stuff we can see with our eyes what do you mean in our telescopes how thick is that layer how thick is the layer that we can see in our telescopes oh are you talking about like how thick are the different layers of the atmosphere of the sun mm-hmm. yeah, we refer to them we refer to them as like atmospheres kind of or layers mm-hmm. um how, how thick is the onion i i don't even know uh <laughs> the diameter of the sun is we can pull that up right now. Or we'll say radius. Well, <laughs> 432,690 miles. I could run that in about 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and we'll also give a bonus fun fact. Um, all of the planets in the solar system can fit between the Earth and the moon. Hmm. 
Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with that information. I don't know either. It's hey. fun though. Hmm. Hey, you would know something like this. In Kerbal Space Program, is the gravity between planets simulated, or are they on tracks? No. They're on rails? They're on tracks. You need a mod to fix There that, is then. a sphere of influence that the game has. Uh, past a certain distance, gravity shuts off. Damn. Yeah. Just yeah. like real life? Just like real life uh, <laughs> on the flat plane. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, segment two. Um, wait, wait, wait. I, I have a fun fact. You have a fun fact? Yes, bring your fun fact. Let's um, go. I love this. So, every every day. Every you, single day. Every, t- every day you take a piss. Yeah, every day that you do that. Every day that you get the groceries. Every day you get out of bed. Every day without nuclear fusion is like night. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you know who told me that one? Who? You don't know him. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Thank you Jim for bringing Yagman. that to the table. I love you, man. All right. Segment two. Um, <laughs> more kind of uh, complaining, but we'll save that for me. We're going to talk about engineering. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Engineering is a fun thing. Um, I think we kind of take this for granted, but every single product, unless you made it yourself, everything around you has been engineered, designed, and then implemented into whatever situation it's in. Let's, uh, let me, let's clarify that's not always a good thing. Sometimes some things have been designed on purpose to be bad. Like light bulbs, and I'm I'm I, I'm sort of saying, you know, the the kitchen gadget that you have in your in your kitchen right now underwent a process. I don't have any gadgets in my kitchen. I have widgets. Widgets. I have kitchen widgets. Mm. <laughs> so all of those things have underwent a process uh, in which they were created, right? So somebody mm-hmm. had an idea, like, oh, this will be great. Let's go and invent this. Let's design it. Oh, well, this doesn't work out too well. And then they started doing other shit, like making it look nicer. Like every bottle is different, right? Mm-hmm. So this Lagavulin bottle is starkly different than that Bombay Sapphire bottle, right? I Bombay mean, Sapphire they is both a beautiful liquids. What do you want? That Bombay Sapphire bottle <laughs> is a beautiful liquid oxygen blue, right? And then this um, Lagavulin. I think what the color you're looking for is sapphire. Stupid. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's liquid, liquid it, oxygen It says blue. it right on the bottle. Sorry, not not acceptable. It's uh, <laughs> Bombay Sapphire is now liquid oxygen blue. And this Lagavulin bottle, <laughs> and the labeling also speaks to its age, right? It's sort of just the A bottle. smoky. Just this bottle has this sort of uh, message that it's just, it just is going to, it's aged, it tastes a certain way. And let's have another cork pop, shall we? Let's have another cork oh, pop. Oh, no. I got to drive home, buddy. No, I'm just popping a cork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's glorious. You know, so I just wanted to take the time to appreciate uh, the people who design products, you know, fabricate them, and the whole team that goes to make uh, some awesome products, like these like these cool, badass little microphone stands we have for the podcast. And this is Zoom. I love the look of the Zoom. It looks very audio-like. Can I complain about planned obsolescence you can that's part oh, of design oh that's what i was alluding God. to earlier remember the light bulb hey. i made the light bulb comment hey apple 
We're talking about you now. Motherfuckers. Google. You know, you're, Apple. You're out there. We know it. Hey, Apple. Aren't you, like, synonymous with, like, planned uh, obsolescence? Hey, stupid. I want my shit to work. Yeah. Um, planned obsolescence. Uh, it's amazing. So, rather than how making a product legal. that... Oh, it's. I'll, I'll tell you why it's legal. It, it makes money. Yeah. That's why it, I mean, it's... Well, well uh, at, the, at the end of the day, you know, hi, I'm your, I'm your local, uh, your local congressman, congressman. Here. Hey, Congress Critter. Uh, Cox. You know, I've been in the uh, Congress here for about, you know, 70 years. Oh, uh, and you know, ultimately it's good for the, uh, economy. So, you know, a- go a- Apple, a- go. A triple C. That sounds great, but I got a question. All right, go ahead. So like, I want, I want the things I buy to last Right, and I want to be able to repair them if I can, if I have the expertise and knowledge to do it. Right. Okay. And, and the thing is, I'm not allowed to do either. Okay, I can see your frustration there, civilian. Okay. Yeah. Citizen. Yeah. I can see your frustration, but uh, Apple here is giving me a lot of money. Um, but, but I vote. Right, but you know, voting is not really money. But I so. could, but I could vote you out. Right. That's how a democracy works. Right. What, what was your name and address again? R- redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> All right, you'll get something in the mail. Very cool. <laughs> and there we go. Uh, yeah, planned because it's terrible, uh, right? It's, it's horrible. You, you could count Apple, even in, even Apple. even in the nineties, you could count on most Toyotas to keep gunning and going and going and going and going. It just these things worked. These things worked for a good while. You could depend on these things you can't depend on your phones you can hardly depend on your computers you can hardly depend on 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 hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Fridge. I mean, Apple has you... been known to be getting in trouble for this shit. There's lawsuits going on, but they're not even uh, the not worst in offenders. the opposite direction. There's lawsuits going on where Apple is suing repair shops. Yes. Who are, are repairing, repairing their devices. IPhones yeah. Because that's taking money from them. Yeah. They charge you $1,000 for a phone and you can't do what you want with it. And then they, they forcibly make you purchase the next one. Okay. Because they make the wrong. product worse. I have a iPhone right next to me. Yeah. But at the same time, I've never broken my phone. Me neither. The reason I have to get new phones is because of the battery life, which is a natural process. I haven't really... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to more there. I haven't really experienced uh, planned obsolescence like I've heard, like the nightmare mm, stories, right? Okay. I had an iPhone 6. I think the real nightmare, and I'm not even being facetious, is that you are not noticing it. Oh, no, I notice I, it. No, no, no. I mean, like, I think 
and hear me out, I think you're probably accustomed to it and it's so dull and uninteresting. Well, no. Or something no, 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 so no, 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 surface no. level, you just, you're not catching no. it. No, 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 no. Lithium batteries, which is the only reason I had to that's, replace that's a phone. That's one thing. But I mean, I mean like. a completely normal process that happens. I had the iPhone 6 for six years and never had to change it. I never broke a screen. I could still get updates and the updates worked. It was fine. It was beautiful. I still have the aux cord port. It was amazing. Okay. Um, and, you know, I got the iPhone 11 Pro Max now. It's working fine. Haven't had any issues. Battery. They have this new thing for the battery health gauge, Smart which is really cool. Smart watches are much worse. Smart watches yes. are so much worse. The Apple watches are fucking garbage. Dude, They're trash. Dude. Get yourself a Garmin watch or a fucking Seiko Even those are or a get... Casio. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll be set. Hey, this hey, is a this is a smartwatch too. I have a question. People are just angry because you can't talk into it and like not have to fucking type. You have to type with this watch. You still get notified. It tells you the weather. Nothing's nothing's different about this than the smartwatch. It's just it's just all the other things. Like I can't look at. I get text messages, but I really just want to yell at my wrist. I just want to yell at my wrist like a crazy person as I respond to somebody. How many, and, and this is embarrassing, I even have to ask, but this is just the way I am. How many bits, and we're talking bits here, I know we're talking bits. How many bits is 400 characters worth of data? Depends. We're talking numbers and letters only. No special characters. Shit, man. Uh it's been a while since my computer science class. What's your guess? Just off the top of your head. Off the top of my better head. Better than me. A simple, plain text, nothing yeah. fancy, mm-hmm. no. Yep. What is super easy to digest for, you said 400 characters. Mm-hmm. 400 character sentence. I want to say... So is it an 8-bit system? Wow. That's what's on my wrist. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm wearing um, a Casio Databank, um, the um, the the older looking one with the uh, the split uh, um, spine. That this thing can hold twenty five different separate entries in its right. database. No, so I was and, asking. And they each so, have so uh, each character right yeah. has to have a corresponding binary association, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One zero 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 one. If or you know. If it's eight bit zero 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 one, so I'm asking, is it like an eight bit system, four bit system? Oh, oh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Because that kind of ties into it as well. Hmm. Because if you're taking that data, for example, like you have assigned, you know, oh, number one is A, number two in binary is B, three. So, in... so wait, what was your answer then? I would say. In an 8-bit system, assigning each corresponding... Well, that's just the thing. You just have to have enough characters to get to 26 letters in the alphabet? Yeah. So, let's say um, 8 times 26, 20, or 208. 208 bits? Yeah, 208 bits. And then you just divide that by... So 208 divided by 8, and that's 26 26 bytes. 
That's crazy. Yeah. That's how much is on there. It's crazy. That's not nothing. Well, that, that, that's just the thing. You have different data entry things, right? So you have 25. What is the character limit on each of those entries? Uh, that would be... I got to count them out. So let me see. Let me just look up what would be... 15 per... 15 per. And I can do 25 okay. of those. That's important. So 15 characters per 25 mm. entries. Right. I want to look up uh, how much... How many butts do you need to get to... 208 shall because we? and and this is like the bare minimum like there's um a couple extra features that i won't talk about because i i'm still getting to know this thing um you can actually name each of the 25 entries with um alphanumeric characters as well and i don't know how many you can get in those it's a scrolling text situation but as far as just the the hard number data entries uh that's that's really what i want to dig into just just that part alone. So, two, four, six. So, I'm going to correct my answer to six. So, a six-bit system uh, results in a maximum number value of 32. So if 32 you, what? 32 characters that you can assign. Okay. 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 So, a binary. So, the alphabet has 26. Okay. <clears throat> that leaves you four, five, six. Six left. <coughs> Six left. I'm gonna say, you can have are all twenty five alpha alphanumerical. Okay, so all no, no, no. They're only numbers. Okay, only numbers. <clears throat> so, so yeah. So a six bit system, we're fine. So you have six bits. Okay, so six bits times fifteen. Let's go in six times fifteen equals ninety. Times that by the twenty five, and that gives you two thousand two hundred and fifty. Bits. Bits. And we divide that by 8, and that gives us 281.25 bytes. Wow. B-Y-T-E-S. So, I mean, that's me not knowing any of the electrical engineering software engineer yeah. that went behind that watch. I'm just, that's a fucking, that's a straight out just and, guess. And, you know, it's also right? a calculator. If I was, <laughs> if I had to have designed a watch that can, of course, that is a bit system or a, uh, a fucking, you know, binary system that would only be able to store those numerical values. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can use an 8-bit system. I don't know if there's a 6-bit system. There probably is somewhere. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. Just a strange watches. little oddity. I just couldn't help but ask, you know, yeah, just one, um, of, one of those things. Engineering. There's another engineering fucking yeah, example. Yeah. Uh, Man, trait, I wish it had an FM transmitter. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be awesome. My truth Ooh. is that um, your watch is dumb. Of course, hang on. Hmm. Sorry, I just fucked that up because that's a subjective <laughs> thing, you know. Unlike no, no, these no. people who use them on subjective no, 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 things. No, no, no. Your subjective truth is your reality, man. Oh, dude. All right. Yeah, so, dude. Sorry to fucking bust your vibe. <laughs> I mean, you bust your balls. Wow. 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 Thank you, Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Uh, I just don't, I just don't like it. I don't like it because, uh, you know, my truth mm -hmm. um, is kind of irrelevant in the things that I'm interested in. Right? Science. Science don't give a damn about my fucking truth. It don't. The science is going to be how it's mm -hmm. going to be, no matter what. 
You know what else doesn't matter or care? Feelings don't care about your science. And I'm going to tell you what's going to win out every time. Yep. And I and I mean that both in the worst and best ways. Sometimes, truly, a materialistic worldview is bad. And it, it, it should well, be avoided. Of course, because we have prime examples and fucking data on that, that mm -hmm. people don't give a fuck about nope. facts. They care nope. about feelings. I mean, it's a much more easier way to live is to... Not have to do research and mm -hmm. just go based off how you feel. So I understand it, but I just don't like it. But it's it. also not always bad either. Like, I want to make that clear. There are a lot of times where a lot of societies are plenty happy and functional when they're working on what feels right. Right. The, the problem is it's the midwits. It's always going to be the midwits that ruin it for everybody. Right. Because mm -hmm. here's what happens. Right. Joe Schmo. Some some guy in the in a flyover part of the country, you know, works a plumbing job nine to five, comes home, doesn't have time to really dig deep into the issues, right? Um, doesn't watch the news and the typical you know high class sort of uh, um, socialite attitudes about you know living in a democratic society. He doesn't do those things. He just he goes to work, he makes his money, puts the food on the table enjoys a beer and TV, you know, uh, tucks the kids in good night, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then he, oh, shit, I got to go vote. Mm, who do I trust the most? Uh, my gut says this. And that's how he that's how he lives his life, right? And you could argue he's on the left end of the bell curve, you know, not a very smart man. But you know what? He's happier than the midwits. The midwits are smarter than him, but they're not. They're not on the right path. Not happy. They're not, not happy, campers. and they make everybody else miserable, too, which should really lead you to something about them. It's like, maybe you shouldn't listen to them. Because you're right, right? It, they're, 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 <laughs> their truth, you know, it's subjective, you know, and it's, there, there's a cultural relativistic, you know, um, nature to it all, which takes me back to simulations and, and simulacra. It, it, it's, they truly are living in their own simulated reality because they, they again and social media is a part of this a really effective part of this is that you know they they can follow who they want unfollow who they want block who they want um <laughs> they see what they want to see mm -hmm. seek and you shall find it yeah right so i i'm living in a totally different universe than these people because they're also living in a different universe than me because no one agrees on anything because we can all have our own little way of looking at it right and i'll be clear i think i'm right i think they're wrong but i'm willing to accept that i don't know everything mm -hmm. and and uh, i'm, sure I'm, I'm fine with that i'm also fine with not giving a shit about that fact either <laughs> like i'm okay with the idea of being acceptance, hypocritical acceptance i'm i'm is key. let me be clear i'm okay with being hypocritical if it means winning right right that that's the thing is like i know i'll be self-aware and conscious of the fact i'm being a hypocrite but I'm going to win, mm -hmm. and that's the mean. That that's what really matters, because if you're not willing to do that much, then you're weaker than ninety nine percent of the people that have lived on this planet before you. Consider that. Right. Are your ancestors smiling on you? They're smiling Imperial. at me, Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're running to the end of uh, segment two. Uh, yeah, that was beautifully summed up. I mm -hmm. appreciated that. That yeah, was amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, so we're going to common misconceptions, which is another part of the podcast. Mm. Common misconceptions. Do you have any common misconceptions that you know? Guns are, are dangerous. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, common misconception number one. For the first time on Quantum Consumer Podcast, where this is a segment in the fucking podcast, the first common misconception is that the sky is blue because of the reflection of the ocean. This is not true. Yeah, I don't even believe in water. Okay. I don't even believe in the ocean. <laughs> Uh, no, the ocean is real. It's yeah. just the water is not real. So, yes, the sky is not blue because of a reflection of the ocean. It is, in fact, blue because the sunlight is simply absorbed through the atmosphere, and all the other wavelengths are absorbed, leaving us a beautiful blue color. That is the reason why the sky is blue. And the reason why sunsets are so brilliantly orange and yellow and purple is because the sunlight is going through more of the atmosphere during that time as you know going through sunset resulting in more scattering more diffraction and resulting in the reds yellows oranges and purples coming out uh in the light i've got another it's like a uh atmospheric sized prism (laughs) not really but you know you get the idea it scatters the wavelengths i've got another misconception for you oh here we go tired of uh Everyone I meet asking if I smoke weed. Why would that be? I, I, hold on. Um. I, oh, it's because I'm from Colorado. Oh, okay. yeah, that's it. I. It's a very annoying, annoying mm. misconception. We all oh. smoke weed. Do you smoke weed? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. And, and it's only funny because it's true. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> all right. Please join us back after this break, where we will continue with uh, science questions and the end part of the podcast thank you all so much and we'll be back soon are you ready listener to consume to consume truth to consume product quantum product it's out there dear listeners it's out there. Welcome back, folks, to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. That was a beautiful uh, introduction there, um, Nathan. I thought it was stellar. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, writing, producing, all of it. It was amazing. Uh, we're back with our uh, our final segment. I, I guess a new segment that I wouldn't mind bringing back every time I'm on, because um, this is deep in my territory uh, of expertise. What? Conspiracies? Yes. <gasps> Oh, did we reveal the topic too soon? I think so. Oh, it's fine. It was, it was out there. There was hints. There was, was breadcrumbs. It was about four seconds away anyway. You, you would have to have your eyes wide shut to not yeah, notice. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, the last couple uh, topic here are deep conspiracies. Yeah. Um, I am all down for a uh, a very interesting story time format part of this. By the way, folks, um, actively... This uh, the production of this uh, podcast is slowly, slowly increasing, right? So we have the better <laughs> audio quality, we have you know gear and equipment, and now it's just trying to fluff up the content. You know, <laughs> I have an actual schedule. I have how the you know the structure of the podcast goes. You know, guests bring on topics and stories, 
and that's how it's going to go. So we're going to make some additions, changes. So if you're one of the very first listeners and you listen to this, you know, the first time through, uh, you might be uh, experiencing a one-time segment, a two-time segment. So you have something. I'd like to bring this one back every time, actually. You, I'm sure I will love it. <laughs> Conspiracies make great stories. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, fuck, moments, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. go ahead. What was uh, I... We kind of deeply agree that uh, deeply agree that the Titanic conspiracy yeah. theory is pretty damn plausible, convincing. Uh, I think it's convincing. No less than forty percent of me and and like my my rational cognitive skills kind of I'm on that level where there's just too much going on, too much to gain and lose simultaneously mm-hmm. for it to be impossible. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, J.P. Morgan. Right. Very cool dude. Was the owner of the Titanic. Okay. He owned the Titanic and the Olympia. And please correct me at any point mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, J.P. Morgan was the owner of the, the Titanic. White Star Lines. Yes. Yeah. So you had the Titanic and the Olympic or Olympia. Yeah, the Olympia. The Olympia. Two ships. Uh, pretty damn similar. Uh, in fact, in, they're sister ships. And they were the same design. Yeah. Same class. So... Olympia was aged a little bit, uh, aged, older sister, if you will, of the two ships. Titanic was the newest one. Um, and the conspiracy was, or is, that J.P. Morgan, uh, instead of, you know, uh, having the, it wasn't an accident. This was all set up. J.P. Morgan wanted to claim the insurance money that was attached to the Olympia. He wanted to claim the insurance money uh, no, no, no. He wanted to claim the insurance money on the Titanic because the Olympia was the one that was constantly, oh, constantly a yes. money sink. It kept hitting shit. It kept breaking. Eventually, it was just no longer going and to be something he'd have the value on, the books. on the Titanic because it's worth more. Yeah. So if the right. Titanic was sinking, if no, no, it's it's a really confusing little shit because you think. Why would you want to sink your own boat? Why would you want to switch the money. placards? <laughs> it's money, but so, but, but it's, it's so weird. J.P. Morgan <laughs> wanted to claim the the insurance money on the Titanic, and didn't want to sink the Titanic because it's a new fucking it's ship. It's the one that wasn't fucked up. So they changed the paint on the Olympia, Olympia and the Titanic and switched them. Yep. So amongst other items that were like right. unique to both boats. So they did that so that way J.P. Morgan can go ahead and sink the Olympia in the guise of the Titanic. Get with, the money on the Titanic. Get the, the money on the Titanic. That wasn't fucked up on the, on, the, on the books. Not to mention, use it as a method of taking out competitors. And also simultaneously making the Olympia a safe vessel again to have on the books, because it is now the actual Titanic. Ta-da. It's a little strange, but there were people on that boat that died that night that were and this one's a bit foggy because this this is an old story for me like uh foggy like the night a little bit yeah sorry was it too soon it's a hundred years ago a little bit on the nose there oh sorry (laughs) uh there was a couple gentlemen um that were in opposition to the creation of the american federal reserve that drowned that night now, I'm not saying anyone was shoving people's heads under the no. water, but it is it, it, it was a highly unlikely event to survive if people were planning on um, insurance fraud of that type. So right. I'm going on a limb here, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to guess that J.P. Morgan is the J.P. Morgan Chase for I the J.P. Morgan Chase I banks. I think that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because literally the same exact name. Yeah. Careful there. Don't get too crazy. So he started with... <laughs> I, don't, I have to fucking look that up now. And I have to wonder if... <laughs> now I'm wondering if J.P. Morgan Chase is the same exact one for Chase Bank. J.P. J- Jamie, Morgan. pull that up. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> J.P. Morgan. You ever seen those gorillas? They'll just rip uh, your fucking arms off. J.P. Morgan. Okay. J.P. Morgan Titanic. Let's see what comes up with that. J.P. Morgan Titanic. Fact-checking QAnon conspiracy theories. Oh, that'll be really helpful. Thank you so much. Is QAnon a real fucking thing? Just Mm -hmm. go away. It's some boomer shit. JP Morgan and full... John, I don't think it's the same man. I don't think it's the same man. I can't really see JP Morgan, JP Morgan Chase. Oh, yeah, it is. Same exact person. (laughs) What a surprise. Yeah, so same Damn. exact person that is that founded J.P. Morgan Chase wanting to get rid of. So that was obviously be another target if he mm-hmm. wants to get rid of people who are against the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. I check, check, and check. There's just too many. However, mm-hmm. however, I we already talked about this. Oh, the captain, the captain. How much money do you give to somebody to throw away their life? Do you give it to their family and say, rest assured that your family will be taken care of for the rest of their life? Because you would have to convince the captain, mm-hmm. I'm sure, as some part of the crew as well, and say, you're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Here's X compensation. And who is going to willing to do that? Because the captain and most of that fucking crew uh, died. I'll cut you off there. Um, let, we can assume... Most people involved, if this is an actual conspiracy, right, afoot, we're going to say no more than three people involved. And the captain's got to be one of them. Okay. Right. L- let's just make it clear. People do crazy shit for crazier reasons. And we live in a world where people will read a book on the other side of the planet and, and decide. the pages. And, and then <laughs> decide to use high explosives to blow themselves and other people up. Which, again... Some people might call crazy. Now, for them, it's worth it because they're the ones doing it and they did it. And they still do it. They're doing it now. So I'm not too shocked that some old dude that's like 68 years old when like he was 70. Yeah. uh, What was the life expectancy? Like he died in his 70s. So he made it to 75. I think I just read. Okay. So So for me, you know, the fact the the life expectancy at the time wasn't that bad. So so what what I'm getting at is. J.P. Morgan if was an asshole, and he'd wanted to do crazy, crazy <laughs> things. It, it, Why the German accent come out? I don't know. Let me just say, if he was expecting to die that night, that's not super crazy. People do that shit all the time for dumber reasons okay. than money. Okay. You know, and it's just I like... I mean, sure, at the time, there was some other economical uh, shit going uh, on. And, and for and any I'm of the sure... readers... That. The readers, god damn, I'm not right. <laughs> we always shit. fuck it up. We, yeah. For the viewers, for Honest the readers, for the... if anyone's right, listening so and they you, really want to look into you, it, Nathan. Now I have to put a fucking transcript in here. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, <laughs> if anyone is really interested, um, there's some other really good tidbits of information that I'm forgetting. But one of the good ones is the the vessel that rescued the survivors of the Titanic. There was some weird shit afoot there too. Uh, the only one that I'm Did remembering we fucking very crash well. that one or looking for people who survived that were the targets better uh the captain of that vessel 
was pacing around all night before they found out the Titanic was sinking and they were nearby to help. Um, and he went to sleep in his uniform. Bef- like, again, before they got the distress signal. So, as in to say, like, oh, there's no point in changing, so... Oh, and he didn't sleep in his quarters. He slept on the bridge in his uniform, off-duty. Coincidentally. It's just very weird. There's weird shit Very afoot. weird occurrence mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and, and strange shit. Bro, and... what was that purpose of that ship? The rescue ship? Uh, it wasn't a rescue ship, per se. It just came to the rescue. Okay. I think it was another so, liner. Was it a passenger? I think it was another okay, liner. Okay, so it was another passenger ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was also pre- making it was presu- also making the journey across the Atlantic. So presumably, like a normal trip. Yes. Unless prior knowledge was happening, exactly, to it, which would initiate the captain to be like, "I'll just sleep on the bridge in my uniform because I know what's about to go down." Yeah, and it's just weird, man. Like pretty simple. That's an easy that's thing pretty, to jump to because it doesn't pretty, seem crazy, crazy. But like, well, I kind of. I mean, I mean, if you're on a normal voyage, mm-hmm. I'm sure the captain would get undressed into in sleeping attire quarters. in his own quarters yeah. relax i mean heaven knows i would oh shit yeah uh but then again but if i was part of a conspiracy I, I would still act like business as usual but right. again people do weird shit yeah. and there's just so much weird shit surrounding the titanic and it's such a long time ago and it seems so inconsequential to what happening on in these days no one thinks about that just look into it. It's really fascinating. Yeah. Weird shit. I mean, we're not bringing up these conspiracy theories for like, you know, X, Y, and Z reason. Like, we never have a, poli- a particular reason. We bring them up because they're interesting. Uh, correction, I do. Right. So <laughs> I, as the host, producer, editor, everything about the podcast, uh, is the, the reason is, you know, to is interesting and whatever the guests do, it's, it's what the guests <laughs> do. Um I am very a firm believer in free speech. However, you know, clarity, you know, fucking don't violate any fucking bullshit that can get us kicked off. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're very good. I mean, explicit I content. So. I mean, yeah. you know, we say yeah. fucking shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. You couldn't violated. say that. You could not say that shit on TV or the radio. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. De- decades At that time? ago. Yeah. The internet's a crazy <laughs> place. You violated the moral verbal statute. <laughs> <laughs> you've been fined one credit <laughs> for he, those of you that he doesn't get that, know what the she shells are for if you get those references congrats you have uh seen a future documentary yeah of what the future is going to be it's like. happening it's, it's happening live changing. in fact um in fact <laughs> speaking of live television uh and in the vein of conspiracies my grandfather or correction my great-grandfather is on record, uh, not on record, but I will say on record as being not only the first, but also the most wholesome denier of the moon landings. <sighs> See, would you, would you like to know more? I'm combated because he said, because, you know, he's your grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I like old grandpa, people. Yeah, yeah. Great grandpa. Oh, you're going to love this. He's wholesome. You're not going to sigh when I'm done with the story. I'm, you're going to love this. I just, the sigh was for the moon landing conspiracy. No, okay, no, no. Let's no, right, have right. at it. You've not heard this one before. This okay. is like, just off the top of your head, just real quick, name the conspiracies you're familiar with for moon landing. Um, The moon landing was faked. It was on a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, the... I meant, like, what pieces of evidence, like, real Oh, quick. right, so, uh, the shadows, shadows, the flag, flag, um, the... The numbers on the rocks, you heard that one before? Yeah, I've heard they're, that they're one props, before. They're props, they have the prop numbers. It's like, yeah, no, idiot, they labeled them on the fucking film <laughs> when they developed them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the shadows are mm-hmm. results of the light source being 93 million miles away. Mm-hmm. At the time, for them to replicate that, it would be more. Oh money, yeah, yeah, more technically difficult. More but, money. Yeah, it would be cheaper just to go to the fucking moon. Um, the flag has a top rod mm-hmm. to keep it suspended because otherwise it would droop. We're getting off topic. So, we like the so, flag. So you're flame. familiar with the, the I mainstream. Know I know those yeah, ones. You're, you're but it was for the, the listeners. Yeah, okay. It was for the listeners to clarify. So, on. so you've never heard this one before, and most people have never heard this one before. But the first. Moon landing conspiracy theorist watched it live on TV with his um, his uh, um, granddaughter. Okay, right, which is my grandma, mm-hmm. and um, she's watching it. Neil Armstrong touches the surface of the moon, says the stuff, does the thing, and she turns around. I think she's like. I think she's nine. I think she's nine. So she's still like a, a wide-eyed kid, right? And she turns around to Grandpa. And she says, Grandpa, Grandpa, look. They landed on the moon. And you know what he says to her? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> That's just television, sweetheart. The man thought he was watching a Pulp Fiction television show wholesome and you're right and he and he went to his grave still kind of unsure that he wasn't being pranked when people were telling him no it happened dude that is amazing yeah and it's like and again it's just actually wholesome (laughs) the man was alive before flight was a thing right right it took what 60 years 80 years i can't remember i couldn't fucking remember yeah, I'm, fucking I'm not a fucking aerospace engineer yeah, yeah. so history i don't give a fuck about yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god as we just talked yeah. about the engineering but, but see topic. what i mean it's like not only was he the first because he's like ah, it's just tv right 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 minute one of turning on flipping it on you're just like wow yeah. these science fiction shows got real good wow star trek is really taking a turn yeah what the hell wow, look at that high speed graphics yeah no he's the first and the most that's, that's funny though yeah that's really good yeah i love that i thought it was tv all right folks so that concludes the last segment of the show it has been wonderful we talked about so many great topics yeah i think i think it was yeah. a blast um and of course keep in mind we're just adding more and more things to the podcast making it more wholesome uh more wholesome eh more or less no, just more content more content to be involved fuller more plump Nathan, always great to have you. It's always great to be on. It's uh, we, it's, I love having you on. It's just a blast. Uh, it's also beats talking to myself, uh, which the uh, listeners of the first couple podcasts can attest to. <laughs> oh boy, do you hear a lot of um, 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 um? um. Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, do you have any final closing closing words that you'd like to? Truth is out there. Truth is out there. Phenomenal. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to rate. Uh, I don't know if you can do that on Spotify, like like it or follow us on Spotify so you can get notified of uh, a future podcast that come out. Don't forget to hit that bell button. Yeah, don't forget to hit that bell button because, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's how I get my money. <laughs> uh, 
great. Well, now I'm going to be arrested for killing him. Killing him. Great. Uh, we don't do. I don't do this for money. I don't get any money from the podcast. It is just a blast. Yeah. And it's nice to chronicle this shit. But uh, I've been Brandon. And I've been Nathan. And as always, have a good one. Thanks for listening. The team at QCP hopes that this little hook has hit its mark and we end up seeing you live on Twitch or becoming a dedicated listener. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, have a good one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.